Hello, and welcome to Right Now with Ralph Martin, a podcast where author, speaker, and worldwide renewal leader, Dr. Ralph Martin, shares what the Holy Spirit is stirring up in the church right now. Words of encouragement from the Lord to strengthen you for such a time as this. We are glad you can be with us this week as we seek to encourage you for this moment in history. And now, your host, Ralph Martin. Today, it's going to be a little different. I'm going to begin by reading a speech of King Henry V that Shakespeare wrote about. He wrote it in a play called King Henry V, and it appears in Act 4, Scene 3. Shakespeare's writing this about the year 1600, and he's talking about the Battle of Agincourt, which actually happened, which was a real historical battle. The Battle of Agincourt happened in the year 1415 on October 25th, which is the Feast of St. Crispin. So this is sometimes called the St. Crispin Day speech. And what it is, is Henry V is saying, even though we're greatly outnumbered, this is a tremendous chance for us band of brothers, and that's where the famous phrase band of brothers come from. There's a tremendous opportunity for us band of brothers to gain tremendous renown and honor and glory uh, as we fight in this battle. And so it's a, it's a call to uh, courage. It's a call to uh, rise to the occasion. It's a cause not to be intimidated by overwhelmingly opposing forces. And obviously there's this is about worldly glory, but it's going to have some implications, which I'll draw out after I finish reading the speech, about us and the battle we're in. So here's the speech. Uh, Cousin Westmoreland to Henry VIII, Henry V, says, gee, I wish we had 10,000 more troops. Uh, this is crazy what we're going up against. We need 10,000 more troops. So King Henry V responds, my cousin Westmoreland, no, my fair cousin. If we are marked to die, we are enough to do our country loss. And if to live, the fewer men, the greater share of honor. God's will, I pray thee, wish not one man more. By Jove, I'm not covetous for gold, nor care I who doth feed upon my cost. It yearns me not if men my garments wear, such outward things dwell not in my desires. But if it be a sin to covet honor, I am the most offending soul alive. So Henry's saying, I don't care about uh, the numbers. I don't care about the gold. I don't care about if somebody beats me. What I care about is the honor. No faith, my cuz. Wish not a man from England. God's peace. I would not lose so great an honor as one man more, methinks, would share from me. For the best hope I have, oh, do not wish me more. Rather proclaim it, Westmoreland, through my host, that he which hath no stomach to this fight, let him depart. His passport shall be made. This reminds me of the Lord, you know, raising up Gideon's army, uh, a small group against a much larger force, and uh, the the Lord even cut down the numbers of men with Gideon so that Gideon would know that when the victory came, it wasn't because of his numbers, but it was because of the Lord. 
So let him depart, his passport shall be made, and crowns for convoy put into his purse. We would not die in that man's company that fears his fellowship to die with us. This day is called the Feast of Crispian. He that, uh, Crispin and Crispian were brothers, and so sometimes there's an interchange between Crispin and Crispian in the speech. He that outlives this day and comes safe home will stand a tiptoe when the day is named and make, and rouse him at the name of Crispian. He that shall live this day and see old age will yearly on the vigil feast his neighbors and say, tomorrow is St. Crispian. Then will he strip his sleeve and show his scars and say, these wounds I had on Crispin's day. Old men forget. Yet all shall be forgot, but he'll remember with advantages what feats he did that day. Then shall our names familiar in his mouth as household words. Harry the King, Bedford and Exeter, Warwick and Talbot, Salisbury and Gloucester, be in their flowing cups freshly remembered. This story shall the good man teach his son, and Crispin, Crispian shall ne'er go by from this day to the ending of the world, but we in it shall be remembered. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother, be he near so vile. This day shall gentle his condition. And gentlemen in England now abed shall think themselves accursed that they were not here and hold their manhoods cheap wells, and he speaks, that fought with us upon St. Crispin's Day. It's actually a very moving speech, and it's all about the sacrifices, the opportunity to fight together against overwhelming odds, and becoming bound together as a band of brothers. We've been called into a battle, in some ways against overwhelming odds. We've spoken many times about the hostility to Christ and the church that's growing in our culture. We've spoken many times about the growing confusion and apostasy and unbelief that's growing in our church and the strange things that are happening from some leaders And we've talked about the disunity, the polarization. But we've also talked about how God is raising up a remnant. He's trying to purify the church like Father Ratzinger said so many years ago. It's going to be painful. It's going to take a long time. But God is about purifying the church and creating a remnant that's loyal to him and loyal to each other. And brothers and sisters, all of you who are hearing my voice right now are called to be part of that remnant. And we have a very good description of what we're up against. And we have a very good description of what our weapons are. Paul gives it to us in Ephesians chapter 6. Finally, be strong in the Lord 
and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. You know, in the various histories of the Battle of Agincourt, there's lengthy descriptions of the kind of armor that the French wore, the English wore, about the long bows that the English particularly used that were so effective in the battle. And this is the kind of imagery that Paul's using here, drawn from combat, drawn from war. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. This is not just an earthly king that we're fighting. We're, we're fighting the one who Jesus says is the prince of this world, that the whole world is in his hands. We're fighting against, ultimately, the Antichrist. And the spirit of the Antichrist is growing strong in our day. We're not contending against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the world rulers of this present darkness, against the spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. You might say, whoa, I think we need 10,000 more saints. But you know what? The Lord knows who belongs to him. The Lord knows how many are in his army. And we don't even know the scope of his army. You know, the prophet Elijah thought he was the only one of being faithful to God. Everybody around him was going off after idols. But the Lord said, look, there's, 10, there's 7,000 people right now who have not gone off to idols. There's 7,000 people right now that are faithful to me. So don't, don't get carried into a fruitless speculation. But just pay attention to what I'm asking you to do. And I think the Lord is definitely asking us to do the same thing. It's not for us to count the armies. It's not for us to count the faithful. It's for us to be faithful. It's for us to fight side by side, hand in hand with our brothers and sisters in the Lord. This band of brothers and sisters that the Lord is creating and that the Lord is calling us to be a part of. And honestly, every one of you who's hearing my voice right now is called to be part of that band of brothers and sisters who are fighting the good fight with spiritual weapons. Therefore, take the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand an evil day. Right now, the day is evil, but the day is going to get more evil. I don't want to say that to discourage you. I just want to be realistic. It's going to get worse before it gets better. It's going to get worse in the church. It's going to get worse in the world. But where sin abounds, grace abounds still more. And we can expect a mighty inflow of the grace of God right now. We can expect every day to get what we need for that day's battles. We expect every day that we pray the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread, that God our Father will give us our daily bread, not only our earthly bread that we need to live, but everything that we need to carry out the mission for which he's created us and which he's keeping us alive for right now. If you're alive right now, and all of you are who are listening to this, you're alive for a purpose. You're alive because you have a role in the battle. You have a place in the struggle. And it's really important that you fulfill that. Stand, therefore, having fastened the belt of truth around your waist. How many times have I said we need to recover our confidence in the inspiration and inerrancy of sacred scripture? How we have to understand that the faith has been transmitted faithfully through the church's tradition and is now reliably articulated in the catechism of the Catholic Church. No matter what you hear, don't believe it if it's not in harmony with scripture, tradition, 
We find it in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Stand therefore, having fastened the belt of truth around your waist and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, holiness protects us from attack. Holiness protects us. We need to put on Jesus Christ. Holiness is putting on Jesus Christ. Holiness is being clothed with Christ. It's, it's receiving his body, drinking his blood. It's receiving his word. It's breathing in his spirit. It's living in his presence. It's praying always. It's saying, Jesus, I trust in you as many times a day as we can. And having shod your feet with the equipment of the gospel of peace, there's going to be war, but the purpose of the war is to bring peace. The purpose of the war is to do away with evil so that the Prince of Peace can reign and rule and all those who want to be ruled by the Prince of Peace. Besides all these, taking the shield of faith with which you quench all the flaming darts of the evil one. All day long, the evil one is firing fiery darts at us all day long. Bad thoughts, bad feelings, uh, bad desires, despair, discouragement, fear, lust, greed, uh, sloth, laziness, anger, unforgiveness, whatever it is that's being poured into our minds and poured into our hearts, deceitful, false doctrines, false thinking about morality, rationalization, excusing sinful behavior in ourselves. And whenever one of those wicked thoughts comes into our mind or one of those arrows kind of stirs up emotions or memories or, or lust or anger or greed. We need to really take the shield of faith and extinguish that flaming, fiery dart of the evil one. How do we do it? The instant we become aware that a wicked thought has come to our mind or an unclean desire an unholy desire has been stirred up into our soul. We need to immediately identify it, saying, that's a wicked thought. That that's, that's a bad desire. I don't want it. And immediately turn away from it and extinguish it with the shield of faith. What's the shield of faith? It's complete trust and faith in the goodness of God. It's faith in God. It's faith in the one whom he sent, Jesus. It's faith in the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth and the spirit of love. It's faith in God and everything that he says in his word. If we have faith and trust in God and his goodness, if we know his word and believe it, the Holy Spirit will bring that word up at the proper moment, which will enable us to resist the deception that we're being tempted by. And finally, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray at all times of the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me, that utterance may be given me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. All of us have a mission. All of us have a mission to resist evil. All of us have a mission to give a reason for the hope that's in us when an opportunity opens up to explain our faith or give our testimony or share with somebody why we're following Jesus. So, St. Christmas Day speech, pretty inspiring, but it's all about earthly glory. Ephesians chapter 6, pretty realistic and pretty inspiring. But it's about eternal glory. It's about our salvation. 
It's about the salvation of everybody else. And it's about the glory of God, which is so much greater, so much brighter, so much more fulfilling, so much more rewarding that you can't, it's transcendently glorious, way beyond anything of earthly glory. So what if people remember us on earth if God doesn't remember us in heaven? So what, so, so what if people remember us on earth if we're not united with them forever in heaven? All this is passing away. The world and all its, all its splendor, all its false Beauty is falling away, and what's going to remain is the incredible beauty of Jesus Christ and his risen body, the church, us. So, brothers and sisters, it's an honor to call you my band of brothers and sisters. It's an honor to fight with you side by side in the battle for the gospel, for the truth. I've written a little booklet called Join the Resistance. And I'd like to offer it to you because it's so, so relevant to what I'm speaking about today. And if you just go to our website, renewalministries.net, you can find it in our store and we'll, we'll get it out to you. I think you'll find it really helpful. Many, many people have and many, many people have ordered multiple copies to share with their friends to try to get more people to join the resistance, the resistance to evil and the attachment to Good, the attachment to God. Amen. This podcast is brought to you by Renewal Ministries, part of the Renewal Podcast Network. If you are enjoying this podcast, we invite you to help us spread the word by leaving us a rating or review, following or subscribing to this podcast, or sharing on social media. Until next time, this is Right Now with Ralph Martin. Ralph Martin.